Hey guys, welcome back to the Running Back Podcast. As always, I am your host, Joy. Alongside with me is Wes. How is your week today? Or how's your week been, Wes? Decision, no decision. I'm just kidding. Decision. My week has been really good. And hello, Running Back Nation. And happy testing week. Or should I say happy new year, really? Because all the cars are out. And I feel great, man. You know, really good uh, week uh, personally and uh, I guess professionally in in this realm. And I can't wait to talk about testing and more car launches as well as whatever else is going on in the Formula One landscape that we can cover tonight, Joy. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, let, let's get right into it, right? Um, the first thing that happened this week was a Ferrari car launch. Um, uh, I think, you know, a lot of our listeners would kind of see our Instagram posts. Uh, but uh, I've shared how I felt about it. I thought it was very ugly, um, just aesthetically, right? I mean, of course, aesthetics aren't really... Um, they're like pretty much second to the car's actual performance. So we're, we're hoping that, you know, Ferrari is actually there this year, actually fighting in the midfield. Um, but yeah, uh, your reactions, Wes. Hey, I know I'm not a big fan of the color red in general, yeah. whether it's Ferrari or not. But I, I am going to say, Joy, uh, that a good chunk of Formula One internet was wrong. Ooh, they said okay. the car was going to be red, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I'm going to be a stickler, and because a part of my life has had this Pantone that, hey, the back half of the car is maroon. Maroon. Totally different color, my friend. (laughs) And maroon is, it looks nice, but it doesn't blend well with the bright red. But Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I I wish they could have just stuck with the the maroon. I think that would have, it looks so good. And um, was it, no, it wasn't, uh... What it was, was their track? anniversary race. Yes, it uh, was. Yeah, that in... they made. They went in an all maroon car. Right. It was in that uh, MotoGP track. I forgot. My God damn it. No, it's not even a MotoGP. But whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was the second Italian Grand Prix. That's all I know. The third one was Imola, for sure. Mugello. M- Mugello. There you go. Gel- there you go. There you go. Mugello. So they had the the maroon um, livery, and I thought that was beautiful. Um, but yeah, I mean. With the Mission Winnow lime green, it just doesn't fit. I don't know. It's it's so weird. But you know, perhaps there's a there's a genius to Ferrari's madness. But uh, we will see, right? So um, the tail end of this news came with the rumors that uh, Mattia Benotto had already been fired, and that the team was just kind of waiting for the car to launch or hit the hit the track in. Pre-season, preseason testing that they're going to announce it but nothing has happened yet um but you know along with that Mattia Bonotto claims that they've gained 20 horsepower with the new engine I mean whatever happens to Mattia Bonotto it seems as though Ferrari is quite attached to it or Ferrari's performance is attached to it yeah and you know, that's kind of how sports really is, right? Right. I mean, under certain regimes, certain things happen, and those things will stick with that individual or group pretty much for the rest of their careers unless they turn it around elsewhere. Mm. Now, of course, that's not to say that, you know, Ferrari's uh, empty years 
is because you know Mattia Benato is an incompetent person or whatever else is or right. whatever whomever's on that yeah. team is incompetent. No, that's totally not the case. Right. I mean, there's been principals before him that have failed. So he's yeah, not yeah it's just that. Yeah. Right. And it's just the very lofty expectations, of course, because mm. it's Ferrari and you know whatever your opinion is, it could be because you know they got complacent and they're riding on their name alone. It could be that. It could be just because Mercedes right now or really in past seasons has just been very unsolvable. Yeah. And it just so happens that because Ferrari is Ferrari, it makes them look more dumber. Absolutely. Absolutely right. Or lesser. No, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Wes. And um, I don't know if you know the figures that uh, Ferrari gets just on sponsorships alone. So Ferrari gets like a billion dollars just on sponsorship alone. And so if you're a Ferrari fan, you're, you're kind of asking, well, where does the money go? You know, if it was just based on the performance, if it was put all into the performance of Ferrari. Now, of course, there are some limitations, right? Um, a Formula One is kind of clamping down on the performance of these cars. And so, yeah, I mean, if you're a Ferrari fan, you got to be frustrated, right? Yes. And... You know, I, I get it. I mean, you and I, Joy, are fans of other sports, of other teams. And, of course, when those teams happen to be a big brand, it can get frustrating to see those teams not bring back results. Right. And, of course, you know, with Ferrari's case, they expect to be the best every single time. Right. And it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, mind-blowing to see them not even in the top three <laughs> yeah but yeah no it, it's frustrating it, it can be it can be just gut-wrenching to see somebody else other yeah. than than you up there and and you can feel the doubt because yeah. it looks like no, nothing's going anywhere right and well, you know no matter how hard for example leclerc tries right you know, it's, it's kind of, it, it can, it can be hard to watch. Right. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I'm not a big, you know, Ferrari fan, but it, it does feel weird to not see them in front of the grid. Um, but all right, Wes, uh, moving on. But, uh, before we go, let's, uh, I want to get your opinion. Uh, of course, next week we're going to give out our f full prediction of how the grid is going to go after, you know, we just witnessed uh, testing, preseason testing. So, Wes, um, where do you think Ferrari will end up in the constructors? What was their uh, finishing place last season? Six. They finished six. Six. Maybe fifth. Ooh, okay. So, one, one place up. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it looks like they're going to be fighting... A lot of really good teams, right? Alpine, Aston Martin, McLaren, and it looks like AlphaTauri is you know, nipping at their heels here. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, let's move on, right? Uh, so, the biggest thing that happened this week or this weekend, um, three-day week, right? Three-day preseason testing was. Um, this is the shortest it's ever been for in a while. Um, now, back then, teams could pretty much test whenever they wanted um like in the, like 
I mean, this is like the 70s, 60s, and 50s because there was just no regulations. They could just test every every time that they wanted before the season, right? Um, but yeah, uh, just general, Wes, I just want to ask, uh, what's your general reaction to preseason testing? If you are a Honda owner, you should be happy with how the weekend <laughs> Their stock is going up, yep. Or if anything, if you give a shit about Honda racing, actually more specifically. Right. Because I'm, I can ask I can ask the Honda Odyssey owner across the street and be like, what the hell is that Formula One? So let me refine that. If you are if you are a Honda racing fan, you are thrilled with how this weekend went. Right. And if you are a Lewis fan, like myself, I'm not listening to him because mm. he's he's just like that. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, uh, more more on that. I have, I, have a, I have a more I have a more distinct term for it, but I cannot really say it on the air. So, okay, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, Wes, um, I totally agree. The two teams that are being powered by Honda are they should be very excited um, because they look those two teams look good. Now, of course, we all know that you know AlphaTauri is not going to be side by side by Red Bull with Red Bull, but in terms of where AlphaTauri is and where they should be, they look really good. In terms of where Red Bull should be and where they actually are, they look really good, right? Now, Wes, you 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 pretty much hinted at it, right? Merck, um, even though you don't, you know, uh, truly believe, you know, Lewis saying that you know he's struggling he's he's not he's not comfortable with the car um Merck is on a back foot this is um for me just uh me personally um and i think a lot of uh, analysts from formula one you know, a lot of the commentators also say that this is the most they've ever seen mclaren uh, mclaren mercedes on a back foot right so uh this is the lowest mileage that they've, that they've ever achieved in preseason testing. This is the lowest, like, actual track time that they've actually seen. Uh, even with, um, in regards to just a three-day preseason testing, right? Are you worried about McLaren? Or McLaren. Mercedes. <laughs> Here I am. I'm not worried about McLaren, but I am not worried about Mercedes either. Ooh, okay. Because it's testing. Right. everybody you don't get points for winning testing mm. so to not burst red bulls or alpha tories or whomever else was uh having very great times right. not to burst your bubble but you don't win anything for that right and of course let's be real commentators make that just to make a story they know mm. that mercedes is more than capable of having a race and qualifying winning car right well yeah that's not that like that it's supposed to be the fastest car over one lap and basically the fastest car from the lead not a car that's gonna follow you know do cross country right right well yeah in 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 a track and of course you know with with lewis hamilton Okay, the the I guess the safer work term that I'm gonna use here is he's acting like a child. Mm. Okay, <laughs> and Ooh. you know he always does this. That's coming from a Hamilton fan. Yeah, yeah, he always does this. Okay, he always like even if uh, Joy, even when we talked about this in our pre-production meeting, right? Mm -hmm. He always gets in his feelings when he's not first. 
Hmm. Right? Yeah. And, you know, he could, like, Botas could out-qualify him by point zero 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 one second, and he'll still get his feelings about it. Well, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, for, for him, I would just take the results in stride. Okay. Right? And just be like, well, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, fine. We, we didn't do that great in testing, but, hey, it's testing. We are able to find out what the raw product looks like and how we can develop it for when we go into FP in a couple of weeks. Right. Well, that's, you know, and, yeah. and, and at the same time, let's not forget, like people are rusty out there. Right. right. Because it's a time off and you don't get to drive around during the off season. Right. Absolutely. And yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny that you, you brought that up Wes. Uh, it's because Will Buxton actually was, um, he was, he was having a discussion with uh, Sam Collins, um, the guy who pretty much hosted the Super GT Championship um, this this year. Um, he's also the technical. Um, he also knows the technical side of Formula One in the Formula One network. But he was having a conversation, right? Um, Will Buxton said that, are we worried about Mercedes because anything less than perfection for Mercedes is worrisome? Or is it that because maybe Mercedes just isn't too worried that they're maybe, you know, we should be worried about Mercedes because it seems as though this is the most they've ever struggled, right? This is the actual, like, like I said, right? This is the less miles. These, these are the less track times that they've seen in preseason testing and coming off the back of a minor regulation change in the floor. Um, Right. So like, which one would it be? Right. Is it because Mercedes is just so perfect all the time that when we see them kind of slack off a little bit, it just creates this conversation of, are they finally feeling fatigued or is this more about, we should be worried because, or we should be excited because Mercedes is now on the back foot. I think it's more the first than the second. Oh, okay. Because, dude. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is Merck. You, you you take you take into every single sport. Right. You know, joy. Okay, pick a sport. Pick any sport. Basketball. Basketball. Okay. Okay. Great. The Lakers lose three straight games, and mm. everyone's all like, "Oh, well, you know, maybe LeBron doesn't have it anymore." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, guess what? You well, know, in this okay. case, preseason games. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. Right. Yeah, say the Lakers lost three straight preseason games. Hey, yeah, this team sucks. <laughs> They're not the NBA champs. <laughs> right. Well, guess what? You know, like, okay, it's 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 testing for a reason. Right. You know, you get to shake down the car because everything is a rock product going out there. Mm. And just because, you know, the Honda-powered cars seem to do very well, and the same with McLaren right. in the three days of testing, that doesn't mean they're going to do well when it counts. Right. I mean, take a look at what was it? 2019 right. Ferrari beat Mercedes in testing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It looks like Ferrari was the team to beat that year. Right. Yeah. And what happened? Right. <laughs> they, yeah. No, no, it's funny. You brought that up is because Sam Collins actually brought that same point up. They said, well, 
Well, Ferrari in 2019, they seemed like they were the team to beat because they were setting the fastest lap times and they did the most miles. But then, you know, come Australia in qualifying time, um, Mercedes was seven tenths ahead. So they just they just dominated. They locked out the front row. Right. So, yeah, I know I, I completely agree with you, Wes, that um, I don't think there's a lot to worry about. Um, again, right. This is Mercedes. Uh, it's impossible, almost impossible that they're going to fall just off of something that they've built a decade, right? It's a decade in the making, uh, this car. I'll tell you what, man, this is basically basic sports psychology. Right. People don't seem to uh, mind when Team A or Mercedes, in this case, is doing well. Mm. But people seem to mind when they're not doing well. Mm. And there you go. It, it's right. happening right now. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. you know, chances are, say, uh, in two weeks, it's crazy to think that race one is in two weeks, March 28th. Yeah, absolutely, right? right. And say Lewis and Valtteri won two, then you're going to be like, okay, where are the people, where are the people that worried about them? Right. Yeah. They're going to act like, oh, no, we didn't worry. We, we knew they, we had it in the bag all the time. Man, right. Fuck off. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. And I know I know, I, I, I attempted to go safe for work and I just messed up there. But anyhow, right. you know, I locked up my front right mouth and ended up saying <laughs> F off. But anyhow, right. you know, I'm not worried. Mm. You, no one, No one should be worried about Mercedes right. not doing so well in testing because it's testing. Right. You, you find out where you're lacking and then th thankfully you have the two weeks and right. you have a lot of manpower to uh, yeah. rectify those situations. And, you know, Lewis and Valter are more than capable of getting the most out of the car. Right. No, no, no I, I completely agree with you, Wes. Uh, I do think that they, there is a little bit of sandbagging uh, going on uh, for Mercedes. Um, I don't. Think... Well, I don't know if it's even just sandbagging. You know. Well, yeah. It, well... it could. It could just be like, look, we just had a shitty three days out there. But oh, okay. You know, okay. come, wow. come, 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 twenty eighth. You're gonna see a. Mm. You're you're gonna see a nice grand. You're gonna see the same team. black beautiful vehicle. Right. Right. Exactly. And so, yeah, I, I completely agree. And, and that's the thing, right? So like. Yeah, uh, they're they're way too dominant. Um, we've said we've talked about this, West. They're way too dominant to even kind of. It seems as though if they do kind of fall on their knees, um, or yeah, it, it's almost impossible to me. But we will see. We will see, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, let's move on, West, to McLaren, who is the other Mercedes-powered car that seemed indestructible, quite opposite to to uh, mercedes now interestingly in day one of um of running of course we had that massive sandstorm um there wasn't a lot of of course the the mercedes teams the mercedes powered teams didn't do a lot of running honda did um i guess um red bull's um kind of strategy was this could be the same the conditions that they're gonna race in uh in the 28th but yeah, interestingly, you know, McLaren and all the Mercedes-powered teams just didn't go out really that much on the first um, day. Do you think that um, perhaps, you know, Mercedes has kind of told them, look, like, we still have a little bit of overheating problem. Let's not push it, right? I mean, it's possible, right? We don't, we're not in the 
we're not on the paddock, so we don't know what it what the corporate decisions really are right. out there. But of course, you know, sand <laughs> sand is not good for any vehicle. Right. No right. matter what. So it could be just Mercedes protecting their, their asset. Right. Absolutely. Right? Um and if it if it is overheating, so be it, you know. Right. Uh it obviously that you gotta go back to the drawing board and figure it out. But then again, that's again why testing is testing right. because you are actually able to get laps in and figure out how the cars can withstand any kind of pressure right. in any given situation. But for McLaren looking good, I mean, yeah, that's right. good. Well, right. Like that's what, that's what we wanted. Right. Right. But of course these laps don't count towards the standings, unfortunately. Right. 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 So can, a good can they bring that good testing onto when it actually counts right absolutely and absolutely. that's pretty much the theme i'm asking for mm. in two weeks okay that okay you had the fastest lap times in in whatever preseason great but now now it counts right and we've seen a team obviously kill preseason but <laughs> but not you know choke right. on it or eat it when it when it counts Right. So, you know, it's good on McLaren because, like I said, everyone has these expectations of them hmm. to do a lot better now that they got the best Marcus. engine possible and, you know, they're growing and improving at the right time. Right. And, yeah, you know, this is the first season that they could really, really show their mettle to everybody else. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I only bring up uh, McLaren because they did have a pretty bulletproof week or weekend. Um, there's There was zero problems that came into the car they literally lando and daniel ricardo just pretty much kept running um you know like i said except for the first day so second day and third day they were pretty much just pulling out as much laps as they could um it's funny because andreas seidel the team principal of mclaren said that he didn't enjoy this weekend or he he enjoyed it but he was quite skeptical right because nothing went wrong with the car and this is the time that you want something to go wrong with the car, because if they go, if something goes wrong here, you could just fix it. No, no matter. Um, but if it happens in the race, if it happens in qualifying, then you're kind of kicking yourself. You know, why didn't this happen uh, in preseason testing? Absolutely, and you know, sometimes you know, like in any sport, right? Things just happen outside of your control mm. and unfortunately in, in a very very technical sport like formula one that can already just ruin your participation <laughs> so right unlike unlike in team sports right if you have something just not go your way you still have the whole game to try and mitigate it right right and still try and play the game and still yeah still try play to play the game right but here unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah i mean yeah uh that, that that was well said wes um i mean yeah it, it seems as though like uh in any sports right when things go right you i mean there's a lot of teams that won't question it but for the teams that do it right they will question it and say like you know what are we doing we need to keep doing it right um and if something does happen just just in case we have to get ready for it 
So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think we pretty much wrapped up all that we had for uh for testing. Uh, I mean, day three was pretty much pretty much the same, except for Kimi Raikkonen pulled out one hundred, like I think, oh, close to one hundred sixty laps by himself, and I think the afternoon running. Um, there was a lot of juggernauts out there, uh, pretty much running a hundred laps, pretty much two race distances, getting as much data as they could. Um, but yeah, that, that, those were pretty much the, the highlights of day three. Was there anything that you want to, um, add more for day three, Wes? No, let's go racing. All right. Yeah, let's go racing. So, uh, guys, don't forget, um, Drive to Survive, I, I believe it's coming out on the 19th. Fortunately, it's in Netflix, so all of the episodes will be out by the time the show premieres. Um, we will see you guys next week, but uh, also the race starts March 28th. Today was supposed to be the Australian race. Unfortunately, of course, with COVID, we still can't race just yet in Australia. But uh, also, if you guys want to check out uh, the No Decision podcast, we will cover boxing the latest news in boxing, the latest fights in boxing, and also just the entire landscape of boxing, how it's shifting, uh, the upcoming fights, and pretty much, yeah, the biggest names in boxing. Go listen to it. That is hosted by me, by the way. <laughs> hosted by Wesley, and I am the ho- uh, guest host. But uh, yeah, uh, thank you guys, and we'll see you next week. Keep it on track.